a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Streamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station. This is Does Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Does Don't kicking you a week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the house of the mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World. Little peeksy behind the scenes. We are scrambling last-minute preparations to get ready for yours truly to head down to said house of the mouse in Orlando, Florida for a, if I do say so, well-deserved vacation. Me and the smoking hot girlfriend are going to go spend some time down, go say hi to Mickey. Also, we're going to reach across the universal. Uh, Speaking of reaching across the universal, uh, this is the point in the show where I bring on my co-host, my tag team partner, my friend in years. You know her. You love her. Follow her on all the socials at Adventures with Steppers, with one exception, on the Bird app, it's just, it's Steffers, because ladies and gentlemen, it's Steffers! Steffers, how we doing, my friend? It's a dreary, dreary day today here in the isolation station of not where you are, but I'm sure it's dreary where you are too, so, you know, it's kind of a vibe. I just want to take a nap. Gimli is behind me, you all can't see, but he is, he is big snoozing under the window, so that's, that's our vibe for today. But uh, I'm good. I'm alive and I'm kicking. That's the spirit. And yeah, uh, it is also same vibe over here. It started raining about uh, 2 a.m. last night Mm -hmm. and hasn't stopped since. So when I took uh, Zoe out in the backyard uh, a little while ago, uh, it was a nice standing water. So that's uh, that's that's always always fun to, you know, uh, dry off some little little puppy feet. Uh, We uh, love that. But yes, we do. This time next week, you'll be, you'll be doing, doing that. Well, no. Yeah. This time next week. What yeah. day are we in? I don't know, but one week from be... today is Sunday and one week from today. I'm trying to remember my itinerary. Know. I'm looking at my calendar. I will be in Epcot. One week from today is my Epcot day. Uh, oh. It's a, it's actually my anniversary. So I'm going to. Uh, yeah. You might want to yeah. notate that one down. Dear future Landon. One week from today is your anniversary. Don't f- it up. XOXO past Landon. All right. Cute. All right. Well. <laughs> but um. but uh, current Landon has to make it to that point so future Correct. Landon can uh, can pay that off. Uh, that's that, that's all about history, you know. Um, and speaking of history, it's time for everybody's favorite new segment. It's this week in Disney history. Turn down for what? Steffers even breaking out the uh, the. the... Yeah, I broke out the (laughs) lightsaber chopsticks, and I was doing a little light show. Then I reflected, realized this is an audio podcast, so no one will be able to enjoy it but me and you, Landon. So, well, well, I I truly enjoyed it. So thank you for doing that uh, for Mm -hmm. me, Steffers, because uh, because because. I'll be honest. I needed something like that. So, uh, you're, so you're so, welcome. Yeah, that 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 warms the cockles of my mostly dead heart. Thank you very much. Mm. This week in Disney history, we're looking at the dates of February 12th through February 18th. So we're going to kick it off on February 12th. Last week we talked a little bit about Mickey's Toontown Fair, and we have some more news on Mickey's Toontown Fair because on February 12th, 2011, Mickey's House and Meet Mickey, a walkthrough and meet and greet attraction in Mickey's Toontown Fair in the Magic Kingdom. Well, it comes to a close. Mickey's Toontown Fair initially started as Mickey's Birthday Land in June of 1998. It becomes Mickey's Starland in 1990, May uh, particularly, and finally, Mickey's Toontown Fair in October of 1996. Magic Kingdom's Mickey's Toontown Fair closes permanently along with Mickey's Country House in order to make way for expansions in Fantasyland. Also closing in the Magic Kingdom to make room for new Fantasyland is Barnstormer at Goofy's Wiseacre Farm, which is a junior roller coaster. Now, you might be saying to yourself, self, Landon's wrong here, as he is often on this podcast. And thank you to those listeners who point out when I'm wrong. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Barnstormer is still open. Technically, you are correct. It would later reopen in March of 2012 as the Great Goofini's Barnstormer. But the iteration, which opened in 1996 as just the Barnstormer comes to a close again as part of expansion for the new Fantasyland. Uh, Steffers, have you ever been on the Barnstormer? I know it's kind of a junior roller coaster. It's, it, it, it's you know, hook the youngins on a on a slower, quote unquote, safer roller coaster before, you know, you throw them on Space Mountain. 
I haven't. I was a, I mean, clearly I'm universal person. So I did Woody Woodpecker and Flight of the Hippogriff. I actually did Flight of the Hippogriff very recently. Um, but I think I've done like an Astro Orbiter versus a Barnstorm. Like, I don't think I did like the really coasty kind of vibe. I think okay. I just did the heights and scare the poop out of myself kind of. I was more <laughs> of like the flying thing than the coasty thing than the roller coaster th well and, yeah. and it's funny you mentioned you've you've done the junior coaster at universal more recently uh in the scheme of things i've done the great goofini's barnstormer more recently as well uh justin monorail and myself i believe we were down for a uh mickey's very merry christmas party when you know wait times aren't all that great and we were meeting uh goofy dressed up as santa goofy and the meet and greet just happened to be right there so we just got on the coaster. I'd never been on it. It's it's a fun, cute little coaster for, you know, the, the little ones get their feet wet, so to speak, on roller coasters. Show them, you know, it's not a super scary thing and, you know, uh, get them hooked for the uh, for the big boy coasters. Hook, later. line, and uh, sinker. Exactly. Put, uh, Pusher Man says, first taste is free. Though you still have to pay to get into the Magic Kingdom and uh, that stuff is not free. Uh, February 13th, 1980. 88, uh, something that I didn't uh, ever experience. It obviously noted young person Steffers never experienced. Expo Robotics, located in Communicore West, debuts at Epcot's Future World. The show stars a top-spinning industrial robot arm named Pixel. This attraction will run through October 3rd, 1993, and Communicore itself will close by early 1994. On February 13th, 1993, Lumiere's Kitchen restaurant opens in Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom. Now, in 2006, it will become the Friar Village Shop, and then later, in 2009, the Friar's Nook. A little bit more familiar with the Friar's Nook than uh, any of the previous iterations in the Village Fry Shop or uh, Lumiere's Kitchen. Obviously, they were going for some synergy with uh, Beauty and the Beast and the Lumiere's Kitchen because uh, Beauty and the Beast, I hear, is uh, somewhat popular for Disney. On February 13th, 1996, Epcot's Test Track Preview Center opens. Now, that's just the preview center. The attraction itself won't be ready for its soft opening until, get this, December of 1998. So, uh, Test Track had a, a little, little, little way to go, but they wanted to get you excited for test track and i say rightfully so get you excited test track is still one of the must-do attractions at least in my opinion when you are in epcot i can 100 percent confirm i also I, I say this every time we bring, bring up test track but uh bring back the test track dummies oh interesting i was about to ask you do you prefer the the version oh, with, the, I, with the dummies um, okay all right i like it scared the bejeez out of me <laughs> <laughs> but like it's classic i feel like every time they get a new sponsorship they they need they change too much like i get we're going into the future but come on talk about nostalgia <sighs> and, and, and nostalgia is a hell of a drug and i'll be honest it's like after after you quote unquote build your car once it's it's it's, it's kind of like okay can 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 we just get on the ride itself like i i know it's like you want to ride with your group on these on these attractions but that's one of the attractions, even when I'm with somebody, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get in the single rider line because it lets you bypass the the car building part. Now, now sometimes you have to wait until there's like a party of three and you can jump in with the odd group. But at the same time, it's like, I don't need to build my car again. So just, just that's just me, Disney. Maybe think about uh, adding another line or a queue for people who don't want to build their car. Just me, though. That's just me. Me too. All right, that's just us. So that's the that's two votes, Disney. Uh, <laughs> run it up, run it up the chain of command. All right, February fourteenth, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, ladies. Um, February fourteenth, two thousand three. Uh, what says love like an old fashioned paddle wheel cruiser? Because the Magic Kingdom's Liberty Bell is relaunched. The Bell and Tom Sawyer Island, the attraction's main docks, they were also refurbished then on 2009 february on valentine's day uh we talked about this attraction last week in uh, this week in disney history steffers uh, disney's hollywood studios celebrates the grand opening of its newest attraction the american idol experience and as we learned on last week's episode uh steffers brother did not have what it took to go to hollywood just hollywood no, he studios. did not correct 
correct. Yeah. Well, hashtag always MGM, but, but yes. <laughs> well, it's funny you go hashtag always MGM because on February 16th, 1991, something happened when it was still Disney MGM Studios. Um, the live stage show of Dick Tracy starring in the Diamond Double Cross gives its final performance in Disney's MGM Studios Amphitheater. The show has been running since May of 1990, just prior to the release of the film in June of 1990. Uh, a Disneyland version of the show ran from June to December of 1990. Now, uh, Steffers, this was a little bit before your time, but th there for a while in pop culture, they really tried to make Dick Tracy a thing. And then the movie came out and it went over like a fart in church. So, um... I'm so confused. I listen. <laughs> I wasn't even a thought back then. So this is fine. I'm glad that they moved on to bigger and better things. But I'm also sensing a theme with the length of the the uh, stays of these shows and or rides. Like I feel like there's a lot of turnaround. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dick, Tr I, I I learned something in doing preparation for this uh, podcast. Yes, listeners, don't act shocked. I do do preparation for this show. Also, I said do do. Hilarious. Um, uh, there was a uh, Dick Tracy live show in uh, when it was actually MGM Studios. So uh, that surprised me, and also it surprised me kind of uh, on Steffer's point how short of a run it had not only in MGM, but then going back to what I said, a Disneyland version of it ran from June to December. That's like barely half a year. Maybe not even Jeez. half a year. Mm. That's but, about half a year, but yeah. But I mean, again, like I said, Steffers, there for a while, they were really trying to make Dick Tracy a big thing in the pop culture zeitgeist. And then, like I said, the movie came out and we're like, yeah, no, we're good. We're, yeah. we're good. We're good. I don't um, even know who that is. So I'm going to plead ignorance <laughs> and uh, February something in history. Well, exactly. It is February something in history. February 17th, to be more uh, be more precise. On February 17th of 2017, Walt Disney World's Animal Kingdom turns on the lights for its new nighttime show, Rivers of Light. The complex production on the water in front of a new stadium features live performers and music, floating lanterns, lasers, and special lights with images projected against a mist. The live performers will later be replaced by silhouette projections. The show is able to uh, see 5,000 guests, giving it the smallest capacity of a Walt Disney World nighttime show. Um, Really do feel like Animal Kingdom is kind of missing something without that uh, nighttime show. And uh, Rivers of Light was a stab at them trying to fill that uh, that void. Lack. Y void, yeah. That's that's definitely one way to put it. Yeah. Um, uh, I I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. I like the whole light up. I the animals really plays a huge factor, and then there are other factors at animal kingdom that people just don't stick around that long and ugh, it's honestly really tragic mm -hmm. <gasps> oh no that's probably not hear me out here's an idea which would not actually happen but like in my head it'd be kind of cool you know that bird show that they have at animal kingdom oh yeah Where, yeah, yeah, yeah i don't remember what that's called don't at me i uh, hear Isn't me out up a bird show is it I, I thought those were two separate things. Anyway. I'll, I'll Google it while, while you throw out your, <laughs> your, your harebrained idea. Hear me out. But what if we do a nighttime version where somehow, some way, some way, shape, or form, everything is lit up. Like the birds. I don't know how the birds would be lit up. But like, <laughs> <laughs> we put Christmas lights like on the birds. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really cool to see like the, it would be like birds flying. I guess you really couldn't do like attach lights to birds. That'd be like I don't even know if you need inhumane. To I think I think that's the word you're looking for, Stafford. But I don't Animal think you need cruelty. to like attach the lights. <laughs> but like I don't know, like a light show with birds. Either like you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like you could do some interactive freaking thing. I whatever. I'm tired. <laughs> like I just wanted the cool. I think that this is a really cool show because they get the birds from everywhere. I forgot what is that Imagineering story. Whatever show. They like talked about training the birds and stuff. 
Like I watched it. It was really cool. And I thought that that would be like a cool, like you could see it out in the distance flying towards you because it's at night. Whatever. Next. So, so, <laughs> so you want like a real life version of the Enchanted Tiki Room, pretty much. I've never been to the Enchanted Tiki Room, so... Okay, all right. And uh, and I looked it up. Uh, it was Up, a great bird adventure show, permanently closed in Disney's Animal Kingdom. So they would see. <laughs> Never so, mind. So, the birds no, are not. Yeah, yeah. It did not go over uh, even without Christmas lights on the birds. And also, okay, we are even... now going to get a letter from Peta. Thank you. Steve. No, no, no. But wait, listen. What if they like incorporate light up elements that are like sensed by the birds, like landing? So like you don't light up the birds. You maybe like have like the the. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna be it. disappointed. We're we're not putting lights on the birds. So you, so you've already put that in, in my mind, Stepper. So whatever. Bird, Disney, get it. Did you say bird? Get it. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, Okay, and then finally, on this date in Disney history, February 18th, 2004, you know here on this podcast, we're all about hashtag saving the Muppets. February 18th, 2004, happy birthday, Tyler. Uh, the Walt Disney Company and the Jim Henson Company announced that they have entered into an agreement under which Disney will acquire the Muppets and the bear in the big blue house properties from Henson. You know, Muppet fans, they say that they wish Disney would do more with the Muppets. Um... I bet you the big or the bear and the big blue house uh, fans are saying that even more because I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know what in the hell the bear in the big blue house. That's is. me. Oh, that's, okay. that's my generation of uh, television, and it's okay. a quality. Honestly, you it's on uh, Disney Plus now, so you should probably go watch it. There's a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. I want to check out that new Moon Girl and uh, and uh, Devil Dinosaur show. That thing cool. Is cool. I oh, don't know what a, that is. It's a it's a Marvel animated show. It looks of course really cool. it is. Of course it is. Well, I guess we should get into some uh, Disney news after <sighs> after that. I don't know how we're gonna top it with the news, but yeah, well, uh, well, let me go ahead and 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 bring the room down because it is uh, this time uh, where I have to give everybody an update on the latest of uh, as the uh, Reedy Creek Improvement District uh, saga continues and maybe starts to head to a resolution because this week a lot of legislation was put forth voted on and passed as a matter of fact uh, in the state of florida as uh florida governor and noted uh, disney villain uh governor ron DeSantis uh is moving to strike down and uh, some have called it a hostile takeover of the reedy Creek Improvement District following a vote of 82 to 31 in the Florida House of Representatives, the Florida Senate passed House Bill 9B, the state takeover of the Reedy Creek Improvement District. The final vote in the Florida Senate was 26 to 9 in favor of the bill. Now, some of the highlights of the bill are as follows. The Reedy Creek Improvement District is to be named to the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. Now that one just rolls right off the tongue. Uh, the Board of Supervisors is to consist of five members. The Board of Supervisors, those members are to be picked by the Florida governor and confirmed by the Senate. Board members cannot have worked for a theme park or entertainment complex in the past five, or excuse me, the past three years. Board members must be Florida residents. The Reedy Creek Improvement District can keep the name for two years to continue to do business. The RCID will not be dissolved until June 1st of 2023, and it will continue under new names and rules. And all debts and obligations of existing RCID continue to be valid and binding. Um, it's noted, it's also not expected that Walt Disney World will pay more in taxes and existing bonds will be honored. Now, in response to that, um, Walt Disney World President Jeff Vail issued a statement seemingly backing off any fight over losing the RCID. In a statement, quote, he says, 
For more than 50 years, the Reedy Creek Improvement District has operated at the highest standards, and we appreciate all that the district has done to help our destination grow and become one of the largest economic contributors and employers in the state. We are focused on the future and are ready to work within this new framework and will continue to innovate, inspire, and bring joy to millions of guests who come to Florida to visit Walt Disney World each year, end quote. Uh, Blog Mickey points out that this statement does not hint at any legal challenge to DeSantis's takeover of the district. And it goes on to point out, in fact, it seems that Walt Disney World is ready to embrace the new district. And that kind of backs up what we had been hearing rumblings of that Disney was working behind the scenes to give, quote, DeSantis a win in this situation without much really changing when it comes to how Disney does business operations. The only thing that really kind of raises my eyebrows in this whole thing is the board of supervisors aspect, where it's going to consist of five members, and those five members are going to be picked by the Florida governor and then confirmed by the Senate. And when the Florida governor is already seeming to run a revenge uh, campaign on Disney, and then the Senate passed the final vote of uh, 26 to 9, a very solid majority in his favor. Uh, That does give me a little bit of hesitation that uh, Ron DeSantis might decide to continue to rule with an iron fist against Walt Disney uh, in the future. But we will continue to let you know how this shakes out and how it will impact how Disney does operate and how it impacts the park operations as well. Is everyone's mood just lowered just a smidgen by these news stories because... There's a reason why Landon always is the one to report on these. Yeah, so. yeah, Steph. Yeah, if, if you notice, whenever RCID comes up, <laughs> Steffers mutes herself, ducks out on this one. She actually got up and walked away. So it's like, like, like I really don't like talking about this stuff because it's more politics than it is amusement park news. Because I mean, this is this is an amusement park news podcast. But unfortunately, sometimes the real world does rear its ugly head into our fun little bubble of you know going to a theme park run by a magical mouse who wants to take all of our money. Oh, and uh, more real world news. Uh, Bob Iger announced that uh, Disney's going to lay off 7,000 employees this week. So uh, that's 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 a big freaking downer as well. So um, uh, I'll say it at the end of the podcast, but I'll say it now. I thank a cast member and uh, Disney and Universal pay them a living wage because that's another real world story that continues to go on is the negotiation of paying them a living wage. Anyway, but if you are taking a trip down to the House of the Mouse, Disney World theme park hours have been extended through early April. I cannot believe we're already halfway through February. Number one. I know. Um, Magic Kingdom. Okay, bear with me, y'all. But also check the My Disney Experience app. But always check the My Disney Experience. Really quickly, Magic Kingdom, February twenty sixth, twenty eighth through March first, third through fifth, seventh through twelfth, fifteenth. Okay, most of March. Check my Disney experience, y'all. Um, 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. It was previously 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. So you get an extra hour on the back end, which to I me, love I love. Love, I love that. nighttime at the parks. 1,000%. Especially the Magic um, The 27th of February, March 2nd, 6th, 13th, 16th, 20th, 27th. Pretty much all the dates that were not included in that first thing. Yeah, not confusing at all. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> Park hours extended from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So... More days get an extra hour at the end, but the rest of the days get the extra hour at the front. Um, that's great for early risers or like families who want to uh-huh. hit the parks before it gets too hot and then take a break maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then March 14th, park hours are extended 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. So please note that it is closing at 9 p.m. and not 10 or 11. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, February 26th through April 1st. Wow, Disney, thank you for making it just all <laughs> nice all and uniform. Nice <laughs> and uniform. Uh, you guys get an extra 30 minutes on the back end. Park hours will be extended from 8 30 a.m. to 9 30 p.m. It was previously 8 30 to 9 p.m., which I love an extra 30 minutes in Batu. Uh, Disney's Magic or Disney's Animal Kingdom. February 26th, March 2nd through April 1st. Park hours are extended from 8 to 8, previously 9 to 7. So a nice 12 hours there at the park. And uh, don't cry out loud because that's a long day. Mm -hmm. Uh, February 27th through March 1st. Park hours extended 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., previously 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Usually with Animal Kingdom, they, they typically do an extra hour at the front. 
yeah. more often than at the back. But this is not, uh, you know, they get a typically 8 p.m. is the latest I've seen Animal Kingdom open. Yeah, maybe. because because I mean, as we've talked about before, the Eminoles. Exactly, Animal Kingdom is a operating theme park, but it's also an operating zoo, and you got to be mindful of the living, breathing animals and their schedule, and um, you know upsetting them and stuff like that but uh it, it exciting that you're getting more bang for your buck when you're down there you and your party get to spend more time in the parks uh, and if you do get a chance to go in uh batu at night lit up it's very awesome same with uh pandora pandora at night like like right at dusk when 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 the bioluminescence come on and it's not that really darkness where you have to break out your phone and turn the light on so you can see the walkway because it gets really dang dark in Pandora at night. Uh, that is that is a phenomenal phenomenal view if you've never been able to check that out. Highly recommended from uh, me. But with the extended hours in the parks, that means more time and more opportunities for nighttime shows and nighttime spectaculars. And we're heading over to Hollywood Studios, particularly for this story, because after completing a few weeks of quote, slow season operations at Hollywood Studios, Fantasmic is back to multiple showings per night and Disney World has even added additional show times starting later this month. In a recent update, Walt Disney World added a second showing of Fantastic of Fantasmic starting February 26th, running through early April. Now, with these recent changes, here's what the schedule for Fantasmic looks like. February 28th through March 11th, show times are going to be 8 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Previously, you were just looking at that 8 p.m. showing. So you now have the 9.30 p.m. showing as well. Then March 2nd through April 1st, you're looking at 8.30 p.m. and 10 p.m show times previously again you were just looking at that 8 30 showing so you're going to have that late night showing which i would imagine going to be the less attended of the two showings if i just had to guess i actually had a question about that and would like the user user experience wow i've been talking about development things way too long <laughs> uh the uh lovely listeners has anyone ever done the, I guess Fantasmic just came back, but I guess this can work for any show, but the later, like 10 p.m. shows, I would like to think that those are also the less busy in attendance. So I'm just curious for when I potentially maybe think about going back to the parks to watch the show. I just, I mean, crowds, you always have crowds, but I just wanted to know if it was maybe lighter or like less like to the to the throat of trying to find a seat type of thing mm -hmm. if you can let me know that would be grand but please go see phantasmic take videos tag me and mulan make me happy you know just do it it's <laughs> like i say it's just do it just do it just do it well it's it's interesting looking at the 10 p.m showing uh starting march 12th through april 1st and going back to our previous story on uh park hours uh of operations because during that uh time frame uh park hours extended to 9 30 p.m um but they have that 10 p.m show so i'm wondering if hmm i guess we'll see like we said Please check, check the my, my Disney, Disney experience yeah. out. <laughs> Honestly, because by the time that we, this is the thing, you watch this episode back and you see like, oh, what was going on this week? It's probably changed by the next week because Disney just be changing everything. Yeah, thanks Disney for uh, for just uh, ruining all my hard show prep. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, something to keep note if you are heading down to Orlando, the Grand Floridian walkway to Magic Kingdom will be closing soon due to construction. Disney World has announced that the walkway uh, will be closed beginning February 13th. So today, due to ongoing work on a nearby building, Disney has not announced a specific date for reopening, but said it will reopen in late spring. When is spring? Don't answer that. <laughs> Just don't answer that. As we prepare to refurbish more guest rooms and buildings at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the walking path between Grand Floridian and Magic Kingdom Park will be temporarily closed beginning February 13th and is expected to reopen late this spring. Boat and monorail transportation will remain available to guests traveling to the Magic Kingdom. Um, I haven't done this walk. Have I done this walkway? No, I actually didn't do this walkway because we ended up parking at a restaurant closer. So, um, you know. Uh, keep that in mind for your transportation needs, but also late spring. 
And 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 like Steffers said in the announcement, boat and monorail transportation options are still going to be offered. But at the same time, losing one of your modes of transportation is kind of a bummer because staying well, literally within walking distance of one of the parks is kind of a draw to some people. It's like, I mean, on, on my trip that I'm going to be going on, I'm staying at the Swan. And one of the draws is it's within walking distance to Epcot. And I've made that walk before. And I mean, I prefer the boat. But at the same time, you can walk to Epcot from the Swan just like you can walk from the Grand Flow to the Magic Kingdom. Granted, I don't know if I'm signing up for that walk, if there's a boat or if there's a monorail, but at the same no. time, it is kind of a bummer that you are losing that as an option when it comes to your mode of transportation. But uh, keep in mind of that because starting today, that is no longer an option. And uh, speaking of Disney resorts and the perks that come with it, um, uh, full housekeeping services are returning to all Disney World Resorts this month. Now, um, if you weren't aware, Disney house cleaning was operating on an every other day system where they would come and, you know, clean your room, change your sheets, uh, restock on, you know, towels and uh, soap and stuff. But uh, following an announcement from Ashley Jones, communication manager uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort, quote, it's no secret that our guests love staying at Walt Disney World Resort hotels. After a day full of adventures, there's nothing quite like coming back to your resort room to find it's been refreshed and transformed as if by magic by the talented housekeeping cast members who bring a little extra enchantment to our rooms and hallways. We've heard from many of you about how much you love and have missed the more regular housekeeping services we offered prior to the pandemic. And I'm excited to share that we've been ramping them back up across Walt Disney World Resort hotels. By the end of February, full housekeeping room cleaning will once again be available at all of our resort hotel rooms with services provided daily or every other day, depending on where you are staying. These full cleanings include everything you've come to expect from replacing towels and amenities to cleaning bathrooms, making beds, emptying trash and recycling, tidying the room and vacuuming. Uh, there's a more in the statement where they get quotes from people uh, on a planned Disney panel I'm sure whatever that is about how much of a difference it makes when it comes to that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, even though it's a very uh, well-written statement from uh, a communications manager from the Walt Disney World Company, I'm going to agree coming back to a room and finding that, you know, it's not in the uh, trashed and uh, state of upheaval I left it in uh, at the end of the day, that is a nice feeling. So I'm looking forward to a uh, full housekeeping services coming back and you know if you are staying on property particularly at somewhere like the uh, grand flow we just uh, mentioned in the last story or the uh, swan like i mentioned uh in my experience it's nice that uh you're gonna be getting what you're paying for so to speak that is true i will say though i typically do do not disturb um during my stays i think if you're mm -hmm. staying this is just my personal preference please don't at me um Mostly because once I get there and I like, and my, my days start going, I throw all of my stuff everywhere. <laughs> like I just, it's just easier for me because I do this thing where I collect all my stuff and I clear everything off and then I um, like throw out all my trash. Like I try to clean before they have to clean. So that's just my thing. So I know I'm like an organized chaos, so. <laughs> it's nice to have the option. I love that they're bringing it back. I typically don't use it. So, fair enough. Fair enough. But, but that's just me. I'm. I'm really glad. I. I do. I have used it in the past, and I will say I've been very happy with it. So, well, and, gen and and generally, I will leave the do not disturb up until it gets to the point where it's like. Okay, it looks like a, a a clothing bomb went off in here, or or okay, the the pizza that I ordered and brought up to my room five days ago is starting to smell. I I I need for them to to, to come clean this. So I have so many questions, but I'm gonna leave that one alone <laughs> because we have last week's question that we need to discuss oh yeah we do i guess i need to pull that one up ladies okay. and gentlemen i am i am just in in a complete state of upheaval kind of kind of like how i leave my 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 hotel rooms, rooms. yeah 
Well, oh this my is God. why I am the co-host. I already have it pulled up, but last week- Oh, thank week... you, Jesus and Steffers. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> uh, last week's question was, it was honestly brought by me. That's why I pulled it up already. Uh, when it comes to new attractions or shows, do you watch ride-through videos slash recordings of performances, or do you avoid them wanting to go in unspoiled? So we have some uh, answers on the question tweet, and then we have some answers on the episode tweet. And a few uh, on Instagram, too, because, again, Steffers, I remember I that I have an Instagram. I forget that you have an Instagram, so that was yeah. my fault. I'm going to start me. with the um, tweet itself with the question. Um, our bestie Crispy's theme park adventures says it depends on the attract attraction. Um, Rise, I went in blind, but something like Tron, I've watched Shanghai's version. Okay. Very good point because I like to compare and contrast, but I guess technically mm -hmm. you could you could watch it after you write it. But I've watched both because I'm extra. Well, and and especially when he brings up stuff like Shanghai Disney, it's like I know my limitations, and there is a very very real possibility that Landon Doan is never ever going to make it to Shanghai Disney. So on attractions like that that I know I'm probably never going to ride, I don't feel like there's I'm taking anything away from me watching a ride through on something like that. Like I know, uh, what is it? Uh, the Pirates version over there is vastly different than any version of oh, Pirates. I've never watched it. Oh, oh, it is, it is buh freaking nanas. You need to check it out. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Is bananas, B-A-N-A-S. Oh my God, I watched a TikTok. Sorry, I'm tangenting for two seconds, but I watched a, I've been, I'm on the For You, on my For You page. I've reached the point where it's millennials, um, what millennials grew up with that would drive Gen Z like insane or put them in a coma or whatever the, the thing is. And one of it was, do any of y'all like millennials still use that song to spell bananas? And I'm like, <laughs> I felt attacked so yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, uh, next yeah, up, we got, right. uh, we got Daddy-O. Always tried to avoid spoilers. Best to have surprise experience. But that's just us. Uh, Daddy-O, you're going to find out as we go through these answers. You're not alone. Heck, uh, you uh, you and me, very similar. Very similar. If you listened to last week's episode, I avoided watching uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway for well over a year because I wanted to experience it fresh. So uh, thank you for weighing in there, daddy -o. Proud of you. Uh, Lewis. Hi, Lewis. I hope you're enjoying your trip. I know that you're down there right now. Shout Hi, out Lewis. to Lewis and Val. Um, Lewis says, unless it's op it opens very soon before I am going, I watch. It doesn't spoil anything when most of the attraction is physical. Even Rise of the Resistance, the story is pretty obvious, but the attraction is amazing. That's a really interesting perspective. Hmm. Okay. See, hmm. like, I, I was fortunate enough to be there day one for Rise. Like, I booked a trip, and then it just so happened Disney's like, hey, guess what? The day, the day that you're down there is the day that Rise of the Resistance is going to open. I'm like, sweet, that works out. I don't know if I could have a had the restraint that I did for Runaway Railway as I did for Rise. So uh, good on you, Lewis. I, I, well, actually, actually, yeah, me and me and Lewis, I think, I think we would have broken and watched Rise <laughs> together. So uh, uh, next up, we got, uh, speaking of Star Wars, conversation, but uh, capital S, capital W, for Star Wars, Red Six, uh, standing by, avoid as much as possible. I get that. I get That's that. That's a vibe. Mm -hmm. uh michael ryan i avoid them at all costs i don't want to ruin the surprise honestly okay i'm gonna give a quick shout out to my friend alex who was actually at universal today so hi alex Hope hi alex fun. man we're giving all sorts of shout outs i um they we went on hagrid's together we went to the orlando and former meetup oh this also applies to rise too but if you know you know and i just looked at him and i stared and i waited and then it happened and you can't get you can't get those juicy moments of suspense and like surprise like watching a video like you don't know what happens you just hear screams so oh I think see, it, yeah, yeah yeah i'm not trying to spoil because some people maybe haven't been on but if you know you know I, I i this this guy hasn't been on been on haggard but but i i think i know the point you're talking about yeah, it's it's priceless. Going over to another tweet, uh, Main Street Electrical Arcade weighs in saying, I don't watch ride videos. I try to keep 
as spoiler free as possible. I still don't really know what Rise of the Resistance entails, and I don't want to know till I ride, hopefully on my next trip. Dude, totally get it. Um, how you've held out this long. Yeah, I was gonna say. I respect the hell out of you on that one, man. Wow. Yes. Wow. Just yeah, wow. Yeah, you have uh, you have willpower to the nth degree. The force is strong with you, my friend. Uh, well Michael Rigney, as far, uh, hold on. I gotta go one tweet and then the other tweet. To answer this week's question, I think Sephers needs to read reviews and then decide for herself. That's okay. Valid, but here's the thing. <laughs> I have, okay, no, here's, this is, I'm gonna go on another tangent, sorry. This is how I feel about games. Like Hogwarts Legacy, I have not purchased yet. I know, shocker, everyone, be shocked, I'm sorry. Because I want to see real reviews from real people before I spend money on a game. So things like that, but if I'm already going to the park, like, I feel, I wish I did that with uh, with uh, Mind Train because I would not have waited 90 minutes for that ride. So in that aspect, I kind of wish I read reviews and I didn't wait for it, but I don't, I like to read not reviews. Hmm. Um, he continues to say, as far as watching a ride along, I've done it for Shanghai Disney and Tokyo Disney to see how they compare to the rides here in the US. That's, those are valid. That's fair, that's fair. And, and and again, Michael's probably in the situation a lot of us find ourselves in. We 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 realize we ain't making Shanghai anytime soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> you Listen. can't really walk to Shanghai all all, all that easily. Oh darn! Uh, know, that was right? my plan for next week. Ah, sorry, Steffers. Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe you can hitchhike. Uh, much much easier to drive to Shanghai. Uh, heading over to the Instagram because uh, I am on the Insta, as the kids say. Natalie weighs in. Uh, I try to stay spoiler free, especially with a show. Uh, that being said, I did watch a video of Rise of the Resistance before writing it. Uh, it was a virtual cue, how to, uh, then it led into a ride through filmed by the creator. Even with watching it beforehand, I was totally blown away by the actual experience that I had on my first ride. So I would say that watching a spoiler still allows for a magical first time experience. Very cool that watching a video didn't take away from well, the, the magic of going through it on the on the first ride through. Uh, I'm glad that it did not, Natalie. So uh, thank you for weighing in and greatly appreciate uh, your answer. Um, wow, that was that was honestly a really thorough answer as well. Mm -hmm. um, our buddy, well, both of these are our buddies, so that's a little disrespectful <laughs> to one of them. I am so sorry. I'm gonna go with Nate. Hi, Nate. Uh, spoiler free for the win. I dodge spoilers like Keanu in the Matrix. And that is really why I wanted to read that response. <laughs> Whoa. See, I just, I, I just did a matrix line for you there, <laughs> Nate. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, from our friend, because everybody's our, wait. Uh, <laughs> Keenan is my favorite member of the Monorail family. I'm bringing it back, damn it. Uh, Keenan weighs in spoiler free, unless I know I'm never likely to make it there like <laughs> Shanghai. What a perfect way to bring question of the week to an end. <laughs> You, you would think I plan planned it. this. You would think I, I I planned it, but if you've listened to this week's episode, like like you would know that barely anything is. I don't know what's going on, even more so, ladies and gentlemen. We also don't read beforehand. We just, <laughs> we just... I tell you, don't don't don't. don't um, oh, sweet baby Jesus. Um, <laughs> speaking of not planned, I have no wait. No, this week is Valentine's, and correct. And yes, fellas, this week is Valentine's. Make make a note to your future tomorrow. Self, like, Valentine's is tomorrow, <laughs> fellas. Make a note to your future self like I did to future Landon the beginning of the episode. Um, do you have any Valentine's experiences in Disney and Universal in any theme park? Or um, uh, since I haven't planned this out, uh, just a Valentine's Day experience in general. <sighs> This is what it sounds like to give up, ladies and gentlemen. This is what it sounds like to <laughs> I give up. I actually do have, I don't think we consciously knew it was Valentine's Day when we went, but we did uh, go to Universal 2017, 2016. That sounds right to me. Well, no one's gonna fact check me for that, but I think it was 2017, right before we moved to North Carolina. So yeah, that I like the Valentine's Day treats. I, it all comes back 
to food, honestly. <laughs> but, um, You're I really very enjoy... food motivated, Steffers. That's how I actually made you agree to be my co-host. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he's not wrong. But um, I do enjoy uh, the Valentine's Day treats. I know typically Disney has like a festival going on during Valentine's Day, right? But I think that the different places have. I mean. Oh, they should call it farts for your hearts. Come on, Disney. Your hearts and farts. <laughs> oh, gosh. But if anyone try, if anyone is there this week, um, try some treats and tag me in a picture so I can see how delicious it looks. But also, like, let us know if you've done Valentine's Day at the parks in the past because I'm interested. Did you, like, purposefully do it because it was Valentine's Day? Did it happen to just be around Valentine's Day? Like, give me the tea of your adventure. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a fun answer like Steffers because, because uh, you know, I'm. Uh, well, I'm me. Uh, but but I will have something to report on week after next because you know uh, I'm uh, me and the smoking hot girlfriend. We're uh, gonna do some time in Universal, and then we got a reservation at a uh, Big Fire on Valentine's. So uh, I'll be able to report back on that and uh, see. Uh, let 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 y'all know what that was all about. So, I really hope that you're not disappointed because that was a recommendation from me, and I will feel so bad. <laughs> Well, if I am if I am disappointed, it's not going to be because of you. Because I've uh, gone back and read some reviews. Some people really like it. Some people really hate it. So, so yeah. I'm so I'm uh, hopefully going to find a nice medium. Yeah, nice medium. They do have some nice drinks. Uh, you can't go wrong with most of their appetizers. I, listen, you man, you like food. You mm -hmm. should be fine. <laughs> me man, me 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 man like food. That is true. <laughs> Uh, so I get asked on this week's question of the week, um, uh, staffers, uh, is there anything at Universal we need to talk about or, or can we just do plugs and end and, and, and this? Uh, there is, there are, there are no, uh, there's no new news coming out oh, of you, uh, Universal. Okay. It's just Mardi Gras season. So go, go get at, go get at the Mardi Gras. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to let y'all know my thoughts on Mardi Gras because I'm gonna be able to experience that for the first and and as a as a pass holder, there's a, a designated viewing area for me. So so that's 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 neat. <sighs> oh my but, god, I I gotta get ready for this trip. You do. You also might want to let <sighs> the listeners know about next week. Oh yeah, next uh, next week no new episode because I'm on vacation. <laughs> I, I I literally cannot record and edit and upload a podcast while I'm on vacation. He could try, but who wants to do that on vacation? Well, a little peek see behind the curtains. We generally record on Sundays, and next Sunday is the 19th. And a peek see behind the curtain that is my anniversary. If I record a podcast on my anniversary, I will not make it to my next anniversary. The smoking hot girlfriend will murder me. And for legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> and she works out. She could she could probably do it too. For legal oh, reasons. And also, that is also a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, that was an episode. We we really nailed it. Thank you yep. guys for coming along with this chaotic ride. Um, <laughs> you can find me, Steffers, on all the social medias, Instagram, TikTok, at Adventures of Steffers. Actually. I haven't recorded any podcast episode yet. Uh, probably next weekend while Landon's not here, I will take that time and record one. So stay tuned for that, hopefully. Nice. But I will be, I can't say too much, but I did post a new TikTok uh, earlier this week and I actually have something super exciting that, well, I don't really know what it is either, but I have something really exciting that I'm going to share with everyone this week or next week. So... Go follow me at least on TikTok at Adventures with Steppers because that's probably where I'll primarily post the thing in which I am speaking of. Um, Twitter, it's Steffers. You're not going to hear from me on Twitter. Like, I don't, I just saw a tweet that was posted a week ago. So sorry, but DM me on Instagram if you want to talk to me. Um, Adventures with Steffers podcast that um, I didn't renew my website. So I probably, listen, money's tight. Peek behind the curtain. Our water heater had to get replaced and that oh, wasn't geez. cheap. Ooh. So um, I had to pick and choose my priorities in terms of spending my money. So that's where we're at. But hopefully I do have a lot of trips coming up. Um, not necessarily Orlando related, 
But if you guys didn't know, your girl scored some tickets to Taylor Swift. So I'll be going there in about a month. So I'll get to let y'all in on the T-Swift lifestyle. Very cool. That's all. Uh, Hate to yeah. hear about your water heater. That that, that was yeah yeah. As as I an was adult, by myself. Oh, like, oh oh no. When it started, I was oh, by myself. No. I heard a noise. Listen, I literally said my house is leaking. Is what I said when I was taking out Gimli. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe maybe something like froze at like the house, like the moisture froze on the house, and it was just defrosting because in my head that made sense. <laughs> And I heard a noise in the closet where the water heater was, and I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, maybe it's like refilling. Maybe it's a ghost. Honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> so I went, I went about my day. I went back out to take Gimli out one more time. I was like, our house is still leaking, whatever. I still heard the noise. I still didn't. I actually opened the closet, but I didn't turn the light on, so I didn't notice anything. Third time, I was like, oh no, like this is a pro- like this closet's flooded. Like I, I have a problem and I was oh, by myself no. and this was a true test of how to adult and not listen, do yourselves a favor. I don't care if you're my age, if you're 21 or higher and have your own house in your own place with a water heater, or if you're like 50 billion and you've had 10,000 water heaters, learn how to <laughs> shut off the valve, turn it off and mm-hmm. then know where your water shut off is. And that's yep. all I'm going to tell you right now, because I didn't, mm-hmm. luckily I didn't have to turn off my water completely. But I also had to like my five foot one and a half self had to figure out how to turn off the valve so the water stopped like going into the water heater. It was like a whole thing and I'm sure I couldn't reach. I was like, what am I doing? I was panic calling my stepdad. Thank your parents. That's what I have to say. Thank your parents. Or like really good advice. Wow, we're like an hour <laughs> into this podcast and one of us finally said something <laughs> worth a damn. <laughs> listen i think our advice to watch the my disney experience app is really good advice that is that is true that is true uh this episode brought to you by that piece of advice (laughs) brought to you by the my disney experience app uh thanks for coming along on landed and steffer's runaway railway god uh this is this has been an episode for the ages uh follow me on twitter l-a-n-d-o-z please go follow me landed don't i'm the best landed don't not the rest I also run a website that I, for some reason, uh, auto-renewed mostly because I forgot to cancel it. Um, butt much chips, butt much chips. Sit on your butt and find where your water heater shut off is. <laughs> Great advice. That's where you can find old uh, podcasts I've done, stuff from my college radio days, uh, interviews with the cast of Aquatic Hunger Force, Futurama, Venture Brothers. Stuff like that. I also appear on the Phil Show, uh, News Talk 98.7, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the News Talk 987 app as well. Uh, generally, Steffers, I'd ask for any final thoughts before we hit the door. But I mean, like, you... <laughs> You you just like went on a TED talk and and it, it was phenomenal. Also, um, if you're 50 billion years old and you're listening to our podcast, first of all, thank you. Second of all, how did you find us? That's that that's incredible. You're like the oldest person alive and you're listening to us. Listen, they're like resurrecting like woolly mammoths or something. So yeah, that is true. <laughs> we have several movies and books. Why this is a bad idea, y'all. Like, like, and a couple of those movies are actually pretty good, but it never ends well for humanity. Not once. Oh, does man. it? No. This is unhinged. a bad oh, oh, <laughs> This has been good. Unhinged Hour by Stars <laughs> and Landon. Stay God. tuned for two uh. weeks from now for Landon's trip recap report. Yeah, maybe from a hospital bed after I stroke <laughs> out. Um, uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal. Pay your cast members and pay your team members a living wage. Without them, none of what you have happens. We love coming down to your parks. Hell, some of us even tolerate spending all of our money. But without them, none of what you have happens. So treat them and pay them like the rock stars that they are and be decent to each other. Uh, you don't know what everybody has going on in their lives. You don't know how kind a wor- how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go. Costs you nothing to be nice either. Also, just want to let everyone know that whether or not you have a Valentine, you have us. So make sure that you know that you are loved and also don't forget to love yourself because Valentine's Day is just like a Hallmark holiday. 
every day is is you know the season days of love so love yourself do some self-care if you got no plans um or make a nice dinner because i'm making a nice dinner at home in the comfort of my sanctuary yeah that's it make your choices Steffers is Steffers is just over here dropping knowledge on us. Listen, too. I haven't done my own podcast, but I have words to say. So here we are. <laughs> I'm I'm putting them on this platform, and uh, I hope you all um, have a good um, week, two yeah. weeks, because I won't hear from you. Well, you can DM me, but like I won't, we won't be here next week. So yeah, yeah, we're we're not going to be here. But what Steffers said, be decent to yourself, because I mean. Valentine's can mess with some people. Uh, some people get really down this time of year because, I mean, they, they don't have, quote, the Valentine. And like Steffer said, it's like, you know, this isn't anything to get down over. And like she said, you got us. Well, you won't have us next week because I'm going to be on vacation. But but most most Mondays at 5 a.m., you got to. My, got... my DMs are open. So yeah, Landon yeah. might not be here, but I'll be here. There you go. But most Mondays at 5 a.m., you got to brand new episode of Daz Does Disney. And uh, thank y'all for listening. It, it really does mean a lot. And uh, it'd mean a lot if, uh, if, 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 if you told a friend or retweeted us or, or if, 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 if you know, if you have a friend that likes Disney, be like, hey, friend who likes Disney, you like Disney, I like Disney, and, and you listen to podcasts. Here's a podcast you might like about Disney. It, uh, it has this one girl, Steffers, who gives really good advice. And then it has this other fat, loud idiot who, who, who occasionally uh, uh, is right like we five just, percent of the time we just talked about the loving yourself landon none of that none of that <laughs> it's anyway. okay i can call myself a fat loud idiot i get a paycheck to be a fat loud idiot <laughs> oh my goodness ah got him take that me um uh so for my friend steffers uh, my name is landon don't i apologize for what you just had to sit through thank <laughs> you so much for coming along on this episode of does does disney uh we'll see you a week after next um wish me luck everybody i'm gonna need it uh you've been great we've been does does disney Holy Lord, wow, that was unhinged. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Because, you know, what What makes you think of history more than Little John? Or, excuse me, Lil John. What the f*** am I doing with my life, Stuffers? Do, do you want... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have time for you to answer that and make it to your plan. So so just uh, just ignore that. Just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monday morning and you know what that means welcome back to the isolation station love this is does does disney and i just botched my entrance mm, yeah that 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 warms the cockles of my mostly dead heart thank you very much also i said doo doo hilarious we put christmas lights on the birds because i'm extra b-a-n-a-n-a-s is bananas b-a-n-a okay all right Maybe, maybe I'll remember to edit that out, but, but, but let's be honest. I, I probably, I probably won't. Um, uh, <laughs> this is what it sounds like to give up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it all comes back to food, honestly. <laughs> um, You're really very enjoy... food motivated, Steffers. That's how I actually made you agree to be my co-host. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not wrong. Hearts and farts. Listen, I literally said my house is leaking. Thank your parents. That's what I have to say. Thank your parents. Uh, thanks for coming along on Landon and Steffer's Runaway Railway. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia 
or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I just always wanted to say that. Thank you.